0: Welcome to the Orbit of Venus podcast. My name is Jane Archer and I am your host. This is a space we will explore all the ways in which Venus orbits our own lives. Beyond just a planet in the sky and a popular feminine archetype commonly seen throughout history and cultures across the world, Venus represents all things beauty, radiance, creativity, embodiment, relationship, aesthetic, expression, what we value, mother nature, pleasure, and ultimately love. Together we will dive deep into the many sacred mysteries, teachings, and topics of all things Venus. Welcome to the orbit of Venus welcome home. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. This is Jane. Um, yeah. Welcome to the orbit of Venus podcast. I am thrilled to be here today. Um, And yeah, there's been, there's been a lapse in episodes. I'm sure you're aware if you've been following along. I think the last one was this summer. And a promise I made to myself when I first started up this platform was that every episode, I really wanted it to be authentic and not forced. Um, and really this was more of a passion project or it is more of a passion project for me. And I think that the essence of Venus is, um, like real, like, True authenticity, and um, it's like a frequency of, you know, of like deep passion and and um, pleasure, and just like m- like going where the water is warm. And so I was feeling a lot more internal the last few months, and more of um, taking in uh, an inner inventory, I guess, and not feeling as outward, um, re- like really wanting to uh, observe m- more than share. And so I'm starting to shake that off and thaw out some, I guess you could say. And so I am excited to be back to dust off the microphone and to start sharing more and not only sharing more from myself, but also inviting more people on. We have some incredible guests lined up for the new year. And yeah, I guess what to say. Here we are the end of 2020 Um, Or at least that's where I am in this current (laughs) time-space moment uh, of recording. And what a year, you know, Um, what a historical moment we're all in, Um, both, you know, in our 3D world. And I think also like in the evolution of the human spirit we are in, um, it really feels like a capsule, like a deep, metamorphosis like um the image that keeps coming to mind is like we are truly in a cocoon right now and the cocoon is like shedding and shifting and we're having a new orientation to ourselves to life to um reality and it's all you know i often think like the caterpillar i'm sure like deep within there's a part of the caterpillar that never changes but everything changes and it feels like that right now it's like there's a deep um you know, orientation to the self. But at the same time, everything is shifting and changing and morphing. Um, And that's what it really feels like right now. Um, And so I really just wanted to get on and uh, a phrase that keeps hovering me, I guess you could say, or uh, to be on brand with this podcast orbiting me is the idea of go where the water is warm. And um, I didn't make up that saying. I've heard it over the years, uh, but it's something that really feels so nourishing right now. Whenever I tune into the medicine of this moment, and what, what it like, what does it mean to go where the water is warm, to um, to like surrender the gripping and the force and the figuring out, and rather just surrendering and melting into the warmth of life and for us up here in the northern hemisphere it also feels very applicable because it's winter time and it's cold and so when it's cold outside and it's freezing outside like what do you do you go inside you you know you go to the warm places and it really feels like spiritually energetically right now um it's a really potent time to find those spaces within and really take shelter there and nourish, um, not just take shelter from the storm, but deeply replenish and, uh, and feed our spirit and, um, and our hearts, you know? Um, so that's kind of like where I'm at, but not only that, I've been having some incredible conversations lately with friends, uh, about, about the time that we're in like this pocket of transformation. And, and like I said, I've been in more of a state of observation and inventory and really just like reflecting on my own shadows and my own stuff that I need to work through, uh, in order to show up to my life more, you know, um, to be more of service, more balanced, I guess, uh, or, just, you know, I think it's good sometimes to take uh, inventory of of our shadows and, and really get honest with um, ourselves, or I'll speak for myself, you know, for myself on uh, where I need to grow. And it's not, it doesn't have to be like this uh, shameful activity. It's like, oh, okay, Um, welcoming in the blind spots. And um, so yeah, so I've been uh, really reflecting on that. And I, I have found that Um, the time right now is really supportive of that. It it feels like not only in my own life, but the energy on earth right now is all about revealing the truth with a capital T. And so I've been, you know, uh, sometimes without choice, um, the truth has been being exposed in, in my own life and in my own heart. And it's kind of as if it's an effortless, it's like a happening. It's like, there's not much effort or doing on my part. It's that these things, uh, no choice are just coming up to the surface to be reviewed and uncovered, discovered, and discarded. Um, and it's almost as if um, life is really welcoming all of us right now to, to step in and to uh, enlarge in our container, our container for joy, our container, like our threshold. Um, and not just that, but our container for pain and for the more, um, uncomfortable moments and feelings, because, uh, you know, it's like if our vessel, if our energetic container is small and shrunken down, it's really hard. Like the wattage of life is getting turned up. <laughs> um, it's truly, it's truly Crazy, like I always heard people talk about like this time that we're in right now, like, oh, it's life is speeding up, like, you know, stuff is happening faster, um, you know, like all of this thing, like, the, the consciousness is rising, and I was like, yeah, 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 like that, all cool. But, you know, I never fully got it. But what I'm understanding now is that it's true. Like there is this, um, it feels as if time for me, my experience of this year in particular has felt like uh, time is being stretched. Uh, But at the same time, within the time getting stretched, the, the, the moments of now are getting, are like happening on fast forward. But the container of time is being stretched. So it's like, the, um, the speed at which we're living, uh, energetically and with our thoughts and our manifestations and just the alchemy of life is getting sped up so quickly. It's like the stream is like flowing a lot faster, but yet the river is getting longer. <laughs> I have no idea if that makes sense, but this is truly cause like, when I think back to the beginning of the year, it feels like so long ago. Um, and days last a long time right now, but within it, it happens really quickly. Um, at least that's like the sense I'm getting. And it's interesting. So, uh, yes, stuff is happening faster, but it's like, it's like the time continuum is getting, uh, warped and, and just crazy. So time is something I'll never fully understand. (laughs) I've actually, uh, I, I, when I was in India, I like went down the rabbit hole and I bought all these books on time, like the science and the mysticism of time and like why we, um, you know, like why we, uh, how we count time and why we do, you know, like, I sound like a crazy person right now, but it's like, you know, like what are the metrics of time and where they come from? Is it's you know, like everything with like our planets and the sun and all of it. But, um, it was fascinating. And the more I read, the more confused I got. (laughs) And uh, I just realized like time is such like one of those like universal mysteries. It's like, it's like a Rubik's cube. It's like the more you think you figure out about time, um, the like you realize that, you know, nothing. And I love it. I love when life does that. It's like a wink, I think from the divine or from this higher power that like, uh, no matter how much you think, you know, um, there's always like uh, a behind the scenes. And for me, like I have to stay connected to that space, that like awe and that wonder um, in order to really uh, allow my spirit to, uh, to to keep on reaching. And it it's like a container that can never uh, be contained. It's just like, it's like, I once heard a quote that and i'm sorry i'm going to botch this cuz it's just i'm pulling it out of my mind from a long time ago but it's the idea that science and that science reveals the mysteries of the universe but it can never it will never break it will never figure it out because it's like the more science knows it's like there's a white picket fence around where science can go and the and the fence just keep, just keeps getting pushed further and further out but it will never cross that fence into the unknown Like the more we know, the more that the fence just kind of gets bigger and bigger, but it'll never, we'll never move to the other side of that fence with science. And I find that, Fascinating, because like you know, science is incredible, and I'm such a believer in science. But um, and you know, it's important for me to tune into what's on the other side of that fence, which is the unknown, the 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 mystery of life, and that for me is like fuel for my heart. <laughs> the science grounds me, and then there's like this mystery that gives me fuel. Um, and so, um, yeah, that's kind of where I've been lately is living in like this deep. Uh, metamorphosis, transformation, uncomfortable ups and downs. Um, there have been moments like with, you know, all the feelings lately, but um, really tuning into okay, like the human experience right now, it's challenging. Uh, some days are good, some days are bad, no doubt. And there's a lot of, um, you know, uh, and really sad things happening right now. Um, and, you know, f- stuff that would definitely invoke fear. But at the same time, we are in like this cauldron of, um, you know, of like rapid transformation of um, lots, like, I hate the word healing sometimes, because I feel like it can be overused. Like, we feel like we have to heal ourselves (laughs) in order to be loved, worthy, seen, uh, in order to do what what we want to do. I feel like we live in a hyper healing culture right now. Um, But you know, the medicine of that is that we are being given the space and the empowerment to dive into these things that maybe need love. You know, um, I used to bristle at inner child work. <laughs> like when people, like when therapists or people would be like, Have you done inner child work? And I'm like, Oh, that sounds like so regressive. Like it sounds like such like 90s pop spirit, like, you know, therapy. And <laughs> I was, you know, but there's something so magical about loving the parts of ourselves that we have long put in a closet or, you know, under the rug, um, or have felt like they are like our most shameful parts of ourselves. Um, it's like that saying, uh, we are only as sick as our secrets. And, um, you know, it's like, there's two kinds of secrets. There's, there's sacred secrets and then there's shameful secrets. And, um, you know, I'm sure that I'm sure that there's many more, but for the sake of this uh, example, they're sacred and shameful. And the more like whatever whatever we hold secret uh, has power. And so, if we keep like these shameful secrets locked up, then that power like we give power to whatever we hold as a secret. So that shame grows. But on the contrary, whatever we hold like sacred and dear to us, and we you know, and like these little moments or like these little. Uh, connections to the divine or our life or our partner, or, you know, maybe there's like a friend and there's like a a beautiful sacred secret that that will grow. And um, so that also grows. So it really feels like, I feel like I'm all over the map right now, (laughs) very nonlinear. But it feels like right now we are being given so many opportunities to shed the shame and to really step into um, a larger container, and uh, and it's like the larger our container is, you know, if you want to like have it in like a like a more grounded way of saying it, like our nervous system, um, our spirit, like all of these things, the the larger we can uh, hold, like the the stronger we are in our in our own container, the more the more wattage we can hold and move through it and support. And so it really feels like this year has like zapped all of us so that we have no choice but to break into, uh, and, and create a larger container for ourselves. And I really believe that's because life moving forward is going to be happening at faster, more intense levels. Um, it's like moving from like the lazy river onto like the rapid, you know, onto like, uh, a whitewater (laughs) rapids river, um, and we're all having to energetically attune. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't happen in a really easy way. Sometimes like we're earthquaked back or we're earthquake open um, or something will happen in our life that just rocks us. And we have no choice but to break open and to expand. Um, or sometimes, you know, it can happen happens slowly. Uh, it doesn't always have to be like this, uh, light bulb or earth shattering moment. I think that there's so many different degrees. Um, there's a dimmer switch I think on it. And sometimes the light can just be flipped on and sometimes it's just like tiny little increments, but, um, welcome to my Ted talk. I feel like I just went off on a massive tangent that I did not, uh, intend to go on. But um, nonetheless, I just wanted to tune in right now and say hi and, um, and just really, you know, talk about and honor, um, honor this time that we're in. And so, you know, as far as like the medicine of the moment, I was speaking with my dear friend Madeline um, yesterday, and we were talking about things in our lives that are good, um, or maybe not so good. But Uh, like clinging on to an experience, a relationship, a person, um, something in our lives that just feels like either it feels like it's tired, or it feels like it's um, just like that, like fear of when it's going to end and wanting to control it and hold on to it with, um, with with like both claws. (laughs) And it, it got me thinking about this concept of you know, life is like, for me, the way I look at life, uh, at least today, is that it is truly like this um, divine prescription. Like, there, that we have, it's like we live inside of a pharmacy. I'm all about metaphors and analogies, so go with me. But we live inside this pharmacy called life, and there is this energy that is prescribing us prescriptions constantly for different things in our lives. And, uh, you know, some prescriptions are, Um, are really long term. And there's a long regimen uh, of scripts that we're going to have to fill in order to help with that, whatever it is that we're trying to address. And some of them are just quick. It's like an antibiotic, like where you only need four doses. And so specifically, we were talking about relationships. And um, the conversation was a fear, like when a relationship is good, sometimes, or when something is good, uh, there can always be like that grief in the background, or that fear of when it's going to end. And I, you know, through my own experiences, I've learned, or I'm learning. It's still very much a life curriculum for myself. Is that I'm learning that life is like this hyper intelligent thing that I can never get ahead of. Um, I can never outsmart life, and that we that when the prescription is done, like when the medicine. Is filled, or like when the medicine is complete, um, or when what we need uh, is fulfilled, that the prescription will expire, and that's when it will fall away. Because I don't, I don't really believe that life will um, take something from us if it's if if what it was intended to do um, has not been fulfilled, and I think that that's maybe kind of um, intense to like hear, especially for people who have lost people or, you know, like, how dare you say that, like, you know, life decided that I had enough and it took it away. No, I'm not really talking about that, but I am, I am saying that like, I have to get comfortable with the idea that, um, there's like a surrender that I know that, um, Something will stay in my life as long as it's meant to, and when it's when it's no longer there or when it expires or when it's done, that, you know, I got what I needed from that. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at right now is that there's different prescriptions in my life, and they all have different timelines, and um, I'm trusting that this pharmacist, aka the universe, love, life, God, spirit, whatever you want to call it, source, uh, you know, is the doctor and the pharmacist behind the counter and that you know they know uh this power knows much more than than i know about the timeline of of life um yeah so i think that's kind of like i just wanted to drop in and just really honor like i said honor the time honor the moment um you know, I guess, like, a couple of years ago, I was really into, like, rituals and uh, all of that. And I still very much am. I, I, I do think that there's something, like, really sacred in in uh, calling out something and honoring it and with, like, devotion. But I have to say, like, you know, like, maybe, like, there would be, like, I'd go to, like, a full moon ritual meditation. Or, you know, it's a full moon and I'd, like, write in my journal and then, like, burn it. Or, like, you know, all of these, like, fun fun things and... um which I think are great practices. I'm not knocking it, but I truly feel like right now the time is effortless. It like I don't necessarily feel like I need to do some ritual uh, every time something happens cosmically or whatever. You know, like um, it really feels as if it's just happening, and that there's not much for me to do on the, in the external world. That it's all stemming from within, and that. W- and that these shifts are taking place beyond my intellect. But I still very much, we, I'm like, we still very much have a hand in it. Um, Like our, our higher selves are orchestrating it, but it's less of um, from the state of doership. And it's more from the state of within and surrendering to this void that I, I cannot logically understand or even um, picture. And, the reason I bring that up is I, have, um, you know, I've been blessed with a lot of friends with many different gifts and, um, a few of the friends I've been talking to, um, who have gifts around being able to see into the future or, you know, look at different timelines and kind of sense into what's to come. Um, people are having a really, and it's not just people that I know, but I've been reading about this, uh, in my communities that are that. you know, people are having a really hard time right now tuning into what's, what's down the line. Uh, it's a lot harder to read the quote unquote future right now. And I'm like, when I sit with that, it makes sense because it truly feels, it truly, truly feels like we are in a time of, of, um, all things are possible and that there are so many different rivers and paths there are infinite options for our souls our lives uh to walk down right now and so it's really hard to i think probably to tune into that channel because there's not a certain outcome uh it doesn't feel like there's a certain um path that we're destined to go down it really really feels like uh um, everything right now is like one big giant hologram, and that we are being um given the gift of free will, and moment by moment we can move in the direction uh that we wish um if that makes any sense and you know when I heard that it kind of resonated because um i you know I was tuned in to a lot of these predictions quote unquote that were um you know hyped up for twenty twenty especially around the end of this year about. All these bad things happening, and you know, or not even that, but just like um, people tuning into like the prediction of the t- of the times, and um, a lot of it didn't come true. <laughs> and you know, obviously, we're still in the storm, and maybe you know. But what I learned from that is take everything uh, as a grain of salt, and and reading the the energy of the future is, is multidimensional. And maybe it's maybe we're looking at things one way, but maybe the reality is like a sphere. And and the prediction has only been pointed on one point of the sphere, but that there are multiple points on that sphere um, that are possible. So it's not like what was predicted was false, but maybe that was just one point on the sphere and, and everything just kind of warps and moves and changes. So it really feels like, yeah, we can't really predict the future right now. <laughs> but question, have we ever been able to? <laughs> um, you know, I, I wonder about that. Um, it's like this, it's like I I and we, I think as a collective, are being given uh, this lesson over and over and over, like a knocking on the door, a reminder, like, yo, you're not in charge. <laughs> like, surrender this illusion of control, because when it comes down to you're not in charge, and that can be fucking terrifying. If you're like me, a perfectionist control freak, (laughs) a person that likes to feel safe in, in knowing that I'm safe and that I can have some control over my, over my own life, uh, which of course we all do, but there, you know, that can bleed out into like the external life and control over people, places and things. And basically life with a capital L no, like we have no control. Um, we you know, we cannot control the current of life and um, what's ahead. So it's truly like a massive crash course in surrender. And in attuning to, um, these, these like go where the water is warm, these warm places inside of ourselves for me. And because I have a feeling that most people that tune into this podcast, like the word spirit source, God, uh, love with a capital L, you know, uh, creator of the universe, whatever it is, like, I'm not coming from it with an, like a religious standpoint. I'm talking about like this intelligent energy that is in charge, this hyper compassionate, loving, uh, Energy which created us um, is is the key, and so this year more than ever, I have been you know really wanting to nourish that relationship and to orient to it and to get to know it better. And because if I don't fully trust that that energy that relationship, there's no way in hell I'm going to feel safe enough to surrender to that when shit hits the fan. Um, and that I think it, it, you know, that's what makes it hard to accept and to, um, to accept because if I don't think that this, you know, grand intelligence doesn't have my best interests at heart, or doesn't care about me, or any of that, then I'm, I'm sure as hell not going to surrender, um, or to call upon it for help in those moments when I just want to fix, figure out and force everything myself. Um, so yeah, and I think that like, for me, one of the greatest, uh, one of the greatest tools, not only being connected, like I said, to wonder and awe and this mystery of the great beyond, which for me is just like having my mind blown open <laughs> in my heart specifically. Um, it has been, I think a great practice, like I keep saying, is like going where the water is warm, finding those places inside of me that feel cozy or that feel uh, nurturing. And not only that, but like, Taking, taking that practice and like surrounding myself with people who feel warm, you know, if something doesn't feel right, or if it starts to get cold and frigid, like removing myself from that, like really taking care of myself and going where it feels good. Um, and I you know not to say that life just needs to be one big hot tub <laughs> or you know warm bath, and we just have to like go where we're comfortable because I truly believe that um we grow in those moments of discomfort but but you know life has been so uncomfortable right lately, and so I think that the medicine that we're all being called to is like cool what are like how are you resourcing during these times like? yeah, life is going to get rocky. We're in a turbulent time. So how are you taking care of yourself? And not with like this, uh, you know, Instagram term self-care. I think that can just be like so overused um, to the point of like, you know, like self-care, like going to get a manicure, like, no, I'm like, okay, put that off to the side. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like, how can we preserve our souls and our hearts and how can we truly nourish our spirit so that we don't get weathered down in the storm? Um, so that we come out of this with a larger container so that we're stronger and that our, um, our, our, our soul structure, you, you know, is, um, is intact And yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at. Um, And I just wanted to share because I think that, you know, uh, everything is super potent right now and magical, um, even though it's scary AF. (laughs) Um, I just wanted to call out the moment and honor it and uh, deeply feel grateful. I, I was tearing up last night, actually thinking about this year. And it's been a really challenge. like I'll just speak for myself. It's been a really challenging year. Um, lots of ups and downs and lots of scary stuff has happened, but lots of really beautiful things have happened. Um, there's been a slowing down that I have been craving for, for a really long time. Um, at, you know, getting closer to nature, you know, being able to be home and spend time closer to my mom. Um, you know, taking care of my body and uh, stuff I had been just like racing past, not really paying attention to really being given the opportunity to dive into these more uncomfortable spaces and, and take care of them. Um, and while going through it, it hasn't been fun and it hasn't been easy. And there have been moments where I'm like, are we ever going to have anything to look forward to anymore? Like, will this ever end? Um, there have been a lot of really beautiful uh gifts as well and so yeah I, I just wanted to say that and say happy new year happy almost new year to everyone I hope everyone's had a beautiful end of the year and that you're safe like wherever you are um and healthy and that your heart uh is being filled up uh right now and that you're able to find these warm spaces inside of you and Yeah, I guess like um, I'll come back on after the new year, but when I tune into next year, it kind of uh, intuitively, it feels uh, like life is not going to slow down, that we are in this up-leveling. It's just like, it just keeps getting higher and higher and higher. And that we, it it feels like, yeah, there's going to be some pockets of turbulence, but I believe that for as much madness and chaos that that were being shown, that there there is also an up-leveling and um, an intensity rising to the, the joy and to the simple pleasures. So life is intense right now, but so is the joy. And I think that I have been forgetting to feel joy. <laughs> I've been being so serious and uh, so on guard that I've been like, oh, I have been forgetting that I've been forgetting to tap into joy, into surrender, into laughter, into, you know, connection, like all of these things, because life has felt so severe and serious. So I think the medicine of the coming year, if I were to, you know, maybe call it out is the reminder that the reminder that um, to bring in joy and to bring in the pause of Uh, connection and community and um, going where the water is warm, no matter the circumstance. So um, that's kind of where I'm at right now. And I'm, you know, praying for the uh, courage and the willingness to do so. Because sometimes when you're in those moments, those pockets of like, holy shit, uh, being lighthearted or, you know, reaching for whatever it is that can that can bring us warmth and comfort and love, uh, can just be so hard or it can just feel like so not a priority. But I think that the priority is to really bring those, bring those things into our lives, um, and to water the garden, uh, of our hearts. So that's where I'm at. I just want to say hi and, um, Like I said, we have some really awesome guests lined up. It's so funny. This fall, randomly, I started having people who I look up to like idols of mine, uh, for lack of a better word, idols, maybe not, but I think like people I really um, admire, uh, reach out to me and be like, hey, I want to be on your podcast. Like, let's do this. And I'm like, oh my God, Uh, can we just pause? Like It was just funny because I I was not feeling... um, Like recording for the last like four or five months. And, um, but all of that is to say that those people who have been reaching out, they're lined up and they're ready to come on um, in the new year. And I'm so excited because I feel like there um, are going to be some great conversations, heart opening conversations. So, with that, I love you all. I hope you're well. I'm so grateful. I, I keep track of people or just of the listeners um, or at least the locations that we're getting listeners on this podcast. And I'm blown away at how people are listening all over the world. I, you know, I know we've never met and I don't know you, but thank you for listening. It truly means a lot. And um, if you're interested in following along more, uh, you can find me and this platform on Instagram at the orbit of venus um whenever there's a new episode i always put it up there or you can check out the orbit of um, i haven't updated the website in a while but i will and yeah i just wish you and all of your heart seeds um and your creations and your deepest desires and you know your connection to those warm spaces within you uh i wish you guys all uh just like Deep love, deep nourishment, and deep care for the coming year, and for these moments, and a huge hug. And thank you so much for tuning in with me this year. It's been an honor and a, like a massive privilege to um, to share this kind of content and this platform after years of, uh, wondering if it would even (laughs) make sense to people, but I'm happy that there are listeners who are tuning in and aligning with the message. So lots of love. I will talk to you, uh, in the new year and until we meet again.